All right, good morning. I always love when I come in and I'm like, it's like not full. And then I get up here and I'm like, it's awesome. Everyone's here to hear the word of God. They get up early. It's good. If someone was coming in today, they said, oh, I'm late. And I said, no, you're never late because God always has a word for you. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You may think you're late. He said, oh, no, you're on time. You're on time for what I have for you. So I want you guys, you know what, never feel condemnation of that. Okay? So I'm going to get right into How many of you guys were here last week and you heard um, Nathan talk about, you know, are you a fan or a follower? So that was good, wasn't it? I love hearing other people give the word and just being able to soak it in. And um, it just, I've had a long week, spent a couple days just in bed, relaxing. I don't know if you, you know, a little bit sick, but now I'm good. I'm ready to go. Um, so we're going to talk about, so we, we know that it takes hardly any effort to be a fan, right? You watch sports on TV, you're a fan. You may paint your face, you know, you may cheer, but you're not doing any of the work for that team to win, you know? You may love celebrities. There are celebrities I love. Hugh Jackman, awesome, I love him. He's the Wolverine, you guys, the Wolverine. You know, I'm a fan. I don't really go to his house and follow and be like, I'm going to be just like Hugh Jackman. You know what I mean? I would look pretty awesome with those claws. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what a fan is. It's like, oh, I love what you're doing. It's great. I'm going to watch from afar. You know, you don't know about me. I'm just, I'm just a fan. You know, we have a lot of fans, you know, that are fans of Jesus. Oh, he was so great. Love what he did, you know. He's just so great at miracles. He died for us. That's awesome. I just love watching that, you know. But that's that's all fan is. When you're a follower, you're walking where Jesus walked. You're doing what Jesus did. That takes a lot. You're carrying your cross. It's never going to be the same as his because he already did that. It's a work that is finished. He said, "I'm no. You're going to follow me with yours." Little Christ, you know, little kids following their mom behind, dad behind them, you know, trying to be like them. We're following. That means we're doing something. It can be difficult to follow. Fan is easy, you know. If you sleep in, if you're just a fan, nobody knows, right? But if you're a follower, it means you're doing something. Um, so I thought about that. When we're following, we go through these seasons, we do things, you know, we activate our faith. Um, in Hebrews eleven six, it says, you can never please God without faith, without depending on him. Anyone who wants to come to God must believe that there is a God and that he rewards those who sincerely Look for him. Well, to follow him, you have to actually believe he's, he's real. And what he said he'll do, he'll do. <clears throat> so if we're going to live in our true calling and purpose God created us for, we're going to have to figure out how to live through kind of that fear, how to get out of that indoctrinational red tape. We all have it. 
You might be indoctrinated by the church. You might be indoctrinated by the way you grew up. You might be indoctrinated from, you know, the town you live in. But we think indoctrination only means spiritual things. Oh, no. We have this red tape that's like, well, this is how it should be, and I'm going to stay right there. Well, that's not what God said. We've got to be, quit being afraid to do something, to move, to actually have action to what's going on around us. I don't want to be a fan of everything. You know, if I decide I want to be a mom, I'm just going to be a fan of being a mom. My children would not do so well. Just going to look at you. Oh, I hope you get fed today. I'm just rooting for you. Hope something happens. Oh, you know, that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Why do we do it in the church? Church, why do we do that? Why do we go around? I just love Jesus so much. Where's our action? Where's our commitment to following him? That is good. That is real good. We, we need that faith. We know faith is a gift. If you don't know which gift to start pursuing, faith. Try that one. All you got to do is hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God, okay? It's easy. You're doing it right now. You are building faith. Look at your muscles. You guys look great. Your faith muscles just going boom, boom, boom right there. I mean, that's pretty easy. Can we go through these seasons, these transition seasons? Okay. Any woman that's had a baby, you know, when you get to transition, that's a season that you don't want to be in. Right? You know, when you're taking those little pregnancy photos, and that's a good season. Look how cute I look, you know. You can eat whatever you want. No one says nothing to you. That's a great season. Transition season? No. Mm-mm. It's scary. We don't, we have to do things we don't want to do. Doing new things, evangelizing, that's scary. It's but it's kind of normal to not want to do what you need to do. How many of you guys don't want to get up for work in the morning? How many of you guys wish you didn't have to pay your bills? Just poof, you know. How many of you guys wish that you could eat whatever you want and I have to exercise? You know? <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't want to do what I need to do. But I know it profits something. We can't birth what we're called to do without a transition. It's impossible. That's a stage where it's like, you know, for a woman when, when she's ready to bring forth to birth something, you have to go through that to get the baby. You can't be like, can we just skip that part? Just, you know what, let me carry the baby. I wake up the next morning. Here it is. Wonderful. doesn't happen like that. <laughs> Women, you're real quiet. I think I will hear more from it's good. If you're living a faith-filled life, it's going to be terrifying. It is. Do this. Try this. Hey, this looks ridiculous. You go do it in front of everybody. Right? It's really safe to be a fan. You know, sit in the back. Amen. Can't even hear you. You know? Put something in the bucket. 
Just a fan. Do good. Clap. Laugh a little bit. That's easy. But man, it is terrifying when God says, oh no, I'm calling you into this. And you're going to come against battles. There are giants. There are deserts. There are a lot of people who are not going to like you. It's <laughs> my goal in life. No, I'm just joking. It's not. <laughs> Doing pretty good. No, just... So I look and say, you know, we walked, our family, last fall was like, it was a summer season for us. I was like, it's such a good season. And then in the winter, the Lord gave us a word that it was going to be a breakthrough year. I'm thinking, oh, breakthrough, like you break through, you know, those signs. You're like, yeah, everyone's waiting for you to run through. That's not what I meant. It was like sledgehammer. Kabam! That's the kind of breakthrough season. I didn't quite get it. You know, I was still like, where's the banner? Where's the banner I'm going through? You know? But we, we entered that as a family. Oh, I'll tell you. Transition seasons. God said, I got a lot of things that are coming and a lot of things are going to happen. And be prepared. And we're like, oh, this is awesome. All the things he shared with us, which we continue to do and grow. And he's like, this is what's going to happen in the next few years. And we're like, awesome. And, but he didn't tell us what was going to happen now. <laughs> he's like, let me show you the big picture. <laughs> you know? You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But to get there, you have to build character. You have to build faith. Things are going to happen. It's going to give us opportunities. You know, just just since March, you know, Matt got in a car accident, and it's like, okay, we don't have a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want you to get one in six days. Okay. Okay, Lord, got it, got it, you know. Also, I'm going to let you know you're going to be stepping down from your job soon. I'll let you know when. Okay. Week after that, guess what? Matt lost his job. Okay. Okay, we're walking. Yeah, I want you to go out there and I want you to learn about this, Sarah. Bring it back. We don't have a job. Our car. Matt doesn't have a job. Thinking, okay, Lord, we're in this transition season. It looks hard. You know? get back from this training man i have this like pain in my back i have shingles you guys. and i just said you know what i'm not letting anything fall to the wayside of what the lord gave me there and i'm bringing it back so i'm like i'm, I'm gonna walk through this so victoriously that was a transition feeling i wanted to just if you were at my house at some of the 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, Matt probably thought, I don't know what's happening. I thought I was dying. I did. I was like, I don't know if you need to take me to the ER or pray or just get me to heaven. I'm not sure <laughs> which one needs to happen in this moment. I call my friends. <laughs> if you got a call from me at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh... So I'm in that, and I'm in this pain. All of a sudden, it starts raining. I'm like, oh, we need the rain. And then my roof starts to go, drip, drip, drip. And like, you know what? I got this. I took a bucket, and I went like that. Got this. I'm going to go through this season with joy. 
with joy. Because I'm in a transition season. God's saying, I need some character in you to take you where you're going. Your family needs some character because you're not staying where you are. So I'm going to take you as a whole family, wrap you up, and here you go. My bathroom decides that it would like to grow some things, mushrooms and mold. So not a good thing. So I had to take my whole bathroom out, all of this going on, you know. And we only have one bathroom, so we had to do an outside shower. It's pretty awesome. You know, so I'm like, okay, we got this. We got this. You know, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to probably go back to work one more year. We're going to have, you know, this surplus. God says, go tomorrow, you're done. You know, in this time, Matt did, he, he did get another job, his other job started, so it wasn't, you know, but we went two months with zero income. And, but God sent people, he sent things happen, and we were able to have our needs met. How awesome is that? But in that transition, I remember calling people and saying, this happened, and I'm crying, but it's going to be good. And I'm like, please tell me that back to me. <laughs> you know, because I knew what it looked like. I knew what it, the season that we were in. I'm not even done yet. We got all these weddings. Three people got in our church got married this summer. It was beautiful. And, you know, Matt, he's got all these weddings that he's planned. He gets violently sick with an infection massively through his body. You know, so we're going to the doctor all the time. And he's like, okay, I'm going to ordain you. You got to do this. I can't move. I can't get up. I can't sit. You know, he's on drugs. He can't drive, you know, all of this. And I'm like, okay, Lord, we got this. Joy, joy, you know, we're going through this transition. I'm like, what is coming? I'm thinking, Lord, to get me there, there's a lot of mountains. But look. To have joy through all of that. Then my car breaks down not once, but twice. I'm like, this is all right. We got this. Like, I'm not working, so. So what's, so the car breaks down. Then I'm outside. I'm like, you know what? I'm putting my hand to something. If I can't go anywhere, if I have no money to do anything, then I am going to be, I work it in my yard. I'm outside completely filled with dirt, you know. I go to turn the water on. The well goes out. <laughs> I just bust out laughing. I'm just like, this is hilarious. I have like no why. I mean, I'm all dirt. I think, I don't even know what I did. I think I just like, I'm going to bed like this. I don't care. Clean my sheets some other day. So our well goes out. You know, and then... Then I'm thinking, okay, we're doing good. Me and Matt are both healthy. And we got water. You know, all right, God, what what else? And my dog starts losing all her hair. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? My all, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, I can have joy in this season. I can. So that goes on, you know, and our finances just have gotten obliterated. But God said, what, what are you going to go through? Are you going to have faith that I'm on the other side of this? And God, you know, he restored our health. We had complete healing. They told me that I would have pain all summer from the shingles because I had it, like, into my lungs. And I think it was, what, like, three days after they said that to me, I was like, I refuse that because, you know what, no. No way. Mm-mm. If you want to fight, I'm ready for one. You know? 
God took care of our finances. God opened up, you know, jobs and opportunities. You know, he didn't, if he told me to step down, I knew I had to trust that he wasn't just going to leave me there, that he had something else planned. Maybe I didn't see it, but he did. So when he said, do it, I had to be like, well, let me do this and this and this first, just in case, you know, you know, you're not reliable. God's reliable. We go through transition seasons. You know what? I've had so many people say, I didn't even know all this stuff happened to you in the last six months in your family. Because you choose how you go through those seasons. You choose. Being a transition season, great, because I know I'm going to birth something amazing. Matt's birthing something amazing. Our family, our church, it is birthing something new, amazing, a new season, a new area, a new level. We are bringing something new to this area, to this region. Because God wants to. It is good. It is so good. I'm getting wrapped up. If I could dance. i got heels on, so. We gotta trust God. We gotta say, I have faith in you. I have faith in what you've called us to do. I'm gonna keep moving forward. I'm gonna have joy. It looks scary right now. Every day I woke up looks scary. Especially when my dog was standing there with no hair. That looks scary when you first wake up in the morning. <laughs> smiling. If you ever seen my dog smile, it is terrifying. <laughs> She smiles with her teeth. Um, you know, it looked, you know, it looked really good saying, oh, you, you, you don't want me to quit my job. You know, oh, that's probably a year out. I'm just waiting on the Lord. That looked real good in that season to do, right, to say. You know what else looked really good? Complaining. I wanted to just complain about everything. That looked really good. having a poor attitude. That looked good to me a lot of times. Really, most of our poor attitude, me and Matt would shut ourselves in our room and we would complain to each other and throw like baby temper tantrums almost <laughs> like, and why doesn't God love us? And we're like, that was ridiculous. <laughs> what we're do- you know, just in that moment, because you, sometimes you just need that moment you're thinking, that's not who I am. You know, we sometimes need those moments to, to realize, wow. So then we started counting all the great things God did. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the well should have cost thousands of dollars. And it was hundreds. You know what I mean? And, you know, God took care of us and we never went without groceries. And our bills, you know, were paid. And um, we had opportunity after opportunity, you know, for, for jobs and interaction with people and meeting new things and new things coming. It was awesome. We saw healings. We saw signs and wonders and miracles. Woo! In that transition, God is doing something big. You know, and it's not that we don't want to do what God is calling us to do. Right? We're like, God's calling us. I want to do it. It's that we just don't want to do anything that costs us something. That's... Thank you. I was waiting. I was like, I'm not moving on because that was good. That's exactly what we run into. I want to I do this. This is going to be amazing. You know, God's calling me to this. Oh, you know, there's cost involved in that. There's some character building that's going to happen. Character building is a nice word for a lot of things going on that are not what, the way you want them to be. 
He's got to make sure if he brings you to the palace that you can keep yourself there with your character that he's put in you. You can get to the palace and end up in the prison real quick. Real quick. Your character's got to be able to keep you there. And the only way you can have character is the Lord brings you opportunities to build it. Everything comes from him. When something costs us, that means it has value, though. You know, someone told me when we had all these puppies many years ago, someone said, don't put free. And I said, why? I just want to get rid of them. They said, if you put free, then people say, oh, that doesn't have value. Put $5. People are like, oh, I need that. $5, that's a good deal. <laughs> you know, you're like, it's a better deal for me. <laughs> Do you know, isn't that crazy? Like, when you say something's free, people are like, oh, that's probably junk. <coughs> oh, free stuff, you know. When you see that box, you're like, you pass it. You know, little kids, they understand that there could be value in there. They'll look for it. We're all like, oh, that's just garbage. Mm-mm. That's why when it costs us something, it shows that there is a value. There's a reward. There's an accomplishment. There's success in there. You know, there is contentment. So when we go through transition seasons, we can feel fear. You don't have to pretend that we don't. Pretending that you don't feel fear is not faith. It's delusion. Okay? You can say, you know, oh, I feel afraid. This is scary, but I'm not going to make my decisions while I'm here. It's scary, but I'm going to keep going. My decisions don't, are not based upon, you know, how I feel. I can feel afraid and keep going. And when you're in transition, you're going to have to say no to some things to be able to have a yes. You cannot say yes to everything. You will, be, you will get pulled in so many different directions, nothing will work out. You ever seen creative people, when they start projects, there's 15 projects, there is not one done. Like, ever. I've, like, you know, walking into, like, art studios and stuff, I'm thinking, are they doing anything? And then, you know, eventually this beautiful thing, you know, comes, comes out of it, but you're thinking, this is just, what's going on? A lot going on, but we can do that in our lives where <clears throat> everything is yes. Hey, will you do this? Yes. Will you do this? Yes. Will you go here? Yes. Will you give to this? Yes. You know? If God's saying, this is where you're going, there's some steps you're going to have to take to get there. And if you're going in the wrong direction constantly, you're going in a circle, you're not getting very far. You know? Think about... We got a lot of married people. We got a lot of people who are maybe thinking about that. If you want to be married, you have to say no to being single. Do you know that? You have to say no to being single. That means you getting to do whatever you want whenever you want, that your decisions, your finances, and everything is based solely on what you want. That's a single life. If you want the single life, then say, then you need to say no to the married life. But if you want to be married, then you need to say no to the single life. If you want to be a parent, you have to say no to your freedom. That child is dependent on you. You don't get to go, do, have whatever you want. If you're a mom, that always means taking the last piece of me. You're going to take, you know, everything because that is being what you do. You have to say, I'm saying no 
to everything I want to do. I don't stay out till 2 in the morning. I'm there to put my child to bed at night. See, if I want to be a parent, there's some things i got to say no to. The same thing in our life where we're saying, God, I want to do this. I want to do this. God's like, then you have some things you've got to say no to. Now, both of those, to be a parent, to not be a parent, to be married or be single, both of those are good things. They're not, nothing's wrong with any of those, but just, you have to have a no to be able to have a yes. In transition, things are happening. They are happening. Character development is at a high in that. When you get to just sit there and be a fan, there are times when you just get to sit there and absorb. And you go, this just feels good. I like this season. It feels good. This is not one of those seasons. It's just not. Character development's at a high. That means you're going to have a lot of situations that are going to build your character. Okay? A lot of situations. If it could go the opposite of what you want, it probably will. Just to see how we're going to respond in that. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I succeed. And if I fail, I get to take the test again. And again. And again. You're going to feel like, I don't want to do this season in my life. I don't want to do this. And you probably say that to the Lord, I don't want to do this. I say that to, I say that to him a lot. I don't want to do this. I remember when he started taking me through some things to depend on him and not depend on Matt. Because Matt is like a seriously constant person. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for giving me an amazing helpmate. And I can just depend on him in a lot of situations and to take care of me and to meet my needs. And the Lord's like, no, you're going to only depend on me. And he started taking every, every other person. He's like, no, just me. He would have situation after situation. And I'll be scared. Like, I can't do this. You know, he's like, okay, well, let's see. It's just that transition period is kind of like, hey, if there's anyone else that could um, take this or take this over for me at this moment, that'd be great, okay? That'd be real good right about now. Switch places, I'm okay with that. Or we want God, we wait for God, we want God to do it. We want God to just take that transition away from me. I don't want to go through this. You know, Jesus had to go through that. He wanted God to remove it from, but he said, you know what? Because God could have immediately just said, yep, done. Come on home. You don't have to do that. You don't want to. It's okay. Come on. Come on. Who cares about those people? Uh-uh. He said, no, you're going through the transition. You're going to be fine. You're going to come back with the keys. You're going to be the king sitting on a throne. can't wait for God to go through the transition for you. We'll talk about what we're what God's calling us to do. We'll talk about what we want. 
but the action is sometimes different. We'll say things like, I'm just waiting on the Lord to direct me. I'm just waiting to hear, you know, well, I don't know what God is saying. Just waiting on sign after sign. You know what? If it's taken a long time from here from God, it's probably not God. It's probably you. He does not withhold things from us. He doesn't. So if you're like, I just don't know if I can hear from God, that is not God withholding his voice from you. He doesn't do that. That's you saying, I don't want to go through this transition, so I'm just going to be like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to try to go around it. I think I'm going to try, you know, it's like in the desert. Did they think when they were going around in the desert, they'd eventually just fall into the promised land? No. He's going to bring you back around. You have to go through the transition so that he can bring you to the next season. You want a prophetic word for someone, from someone else. Prophetic words are great. And they do amazing things if you partner what, your faith with it. But you just can't wait for someone else to tell you something about your life so that they can take your hand and walk you through it and go before you and push everyone out of the way, all those big mean bullies, so that you can walk through because you have a sensitivity issue going on. Could be being so sensitive. Ooh, people don't like me. Everybody doesn't like somebody. There, now you're good, okay? Everybody doesn't... So now, if someone doesn't like you, be like, there's my one person. Now I'm free to go. <laughs> Maybe if some of us have a few more. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Why do some people seem to hear so easily why others don't? And why do some people, it seems like, well, their life isn't hard. They don't know what I'm going through. It's not that God speaks to them more. They just know it's not about liking what God is saying to you. Sometimes we only want to hear if we like it. If God says, hey, you know what? What if he said, you're going to pick up your family, you're going to move to another country, you're going to be a missionary. Go. I don't want to do that. So I don't think that was God. God wouldn't tell me something like that, would he? Why wouldn't he? You heard from God, but you're like, I don't really like that. Let me throw back and get a different card. Jesus loves me. Yeah, keep that one. Okay? You don't always get the free Jesus loves me card. Okay? You already have one. You don't need another one. You get the card he gives you. And sometimes it's moved to a third world country where your hair, you know, you don't have soft water. You don't even have water. You know? And you're going to do that. You're going to spread the gospel. Okay? If that's for someone, I'm sorry. That's what he's saying. Okay. We're going to step out amidst that fear. Transition. Birth a new season. Break new ground. Open new doors. I'm looking to say, wow, what is coming is... I'm like, thank you, Lord, we went through that transition because, man, we are so strong. We know what we can go through. You ever see someone that is wealthy then hit a bump of poverty in their life? They do not know what to do. But when you've been there and God's brought you through, you're like, oh, this is nothing. Tomorrow I'm back in the kingdom. It's good. Because you're like, I'm not worried. I know what God's doing. 
You have to have faith somewhere. Start somewhere. Something for God to bless. You know, start, do something. He can't bless a situation if you refuse to go through it. If you're just standing at the door, but you don't come in. Transitions are hard for you. They're hard for the people around you. They can feel left out, slighted. You know, they can feel judged because, you know, you're not always doing things the way you did. You're not giving them the time you always did. It can hurt, you know. So just be, be prepared for that and say, God, show me what to do in that situation. Transitions take faith. It says, you know, faith assures us and gives us hope and says it will be okay even though it looks scary. Um, Proverbs thirteen twelve says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when dreams come true at last, there is life and joy. Hope deferred. When you have no hope, you can't see anything. You can't see the good or the bad. You just, you can't see a light. You can't see any way out of that situation. That's why he says it makes the heart sick. But when dreams come true at last, you have a joyful message to bring. When we resist what God is doing or asking or requiring, we lose hope. There's peace in the presence of the Lord. He doesn't move. We choose if we step in and out of it. We have to believe. You know, hope is believing God will do what he said he will do. You know, we're all here because we believe that God said Jesus is coming back. That we have spent eternity in heaven with him, right? Why else would we come and get up early, you know, every Sunday morning? We have to have a hope in that, that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And we have to be confident in what God is saying. We need to be able to break new... You have to have faith somewhere. You can't just be a fan. You can't just be looking and, you know, sitting in the kingdom. We're a kingdom. This is the kingdom of the Lord. That's what the church is. And, you know, we can't just watch everyone doing everything and sit on the throne. You ain't the king. Get off the throne. He's the king. Jesus is the king. We don't sit on the front throne and watch everybody else doing what God's called them to do. We are servants of the Lord. We are work in our kingdom and we do something, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good because we're not the king. We got too many people trying to fight to sit in Jesus' spot and watch the church move. No. Go through your transition. I see your little baby here, and I'm thinking, Debbie, aren't you glad that you went through transition? Look what you have. Handsome little man. This is a season you're going through. Do something today. It takes faith. You need to have hope, and there's risk to get through that transition. So if you're in a great season of peace, enjoy every moment of it, Okay. Don't try to be like, oh, no, I need to get in one of those transitions so that I can get. He's preparing you. So 
Because your next, your next season that you're walking into might be a transition season. Now you know it's okay to be scared. All I got to do is get some faith. I got to trust and hope and believe what God says he will do, he will do. Wow, he's going to give me opportunity to build character. But you know what? He's going to bring me to the other side. Now you got it. Now you're prepared. So you're going to be like, when a transition season comes, you're going to be like, yes, I'm in this. That means I'm moving. I'm doing something new and big. And I am not just filling a seat. We're going to pray at that.